Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode, and good afternoon. Uh, it's about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I have some updates regarding a couple things. First, the biogas digester. Man, let me tell you, things are looking up. Things are looking good. So I have since fixed that one solar hot water heating panel, and I now have two in line. And as of yesterday and today, um, I'm proud to announce that it's actually working extremely well, so well <laughs> um, that I didn't. It actually exceeded my expectations as far as how much heat that um, it could generate. So to recap, real quick, the solar hot water heating panels are used for the radiant floor heating system for the biogas digester. Um, there's a grid underneath the biogas digester, and what it does is we have a circulation pump um, that I have programmed in such a way that once it hits a certain temperature, um, the temperature probe is located on the outlet of one of the panels, where actually the out where the water comes out and goes into the grid, um, and so that reads the temperature. So as soon as it hits 160 degrees, it actually turns on the circulation pump and starts pumping that hot water um, underneath the grid underneath the um, biogas digester itself. And I am using oxygen barrier PEX tubing, um, which is um, also used for radiant floor heating systems. Uh, and so obviously once it goes through the grid, I think I have 11 or 12 lines underneath the biogas digester. Um, the idea is to exchange that heat, transfer that heat underneath the biogas digester. And as the water comes out, obviously we're exchanging heat, so it's going to be a lot cooler or warmer, not as hot as the water going into the grid. Uh, then that co cooler water goes back into the solar hot water heating panels to get heated really back, heated up again, and it kind of keeps going. Well, I have good news. As of today, we had some actually really good sunny weather this morning, and the system is working whole, so good. In fact, it was working so good... <laughs> Um, we end up hitting 200 degree water. Um, it actually hit the pressure relief valve setting. So the pressure relief valve is a common pressure relief valve that you can find on any regular hot water heater. Um, there's one actually on the solar hot water heating panel. And it's there for a safety reason. So that way if the water gets too hot and the pressure builds up too much, um, the valve will automatically open and purge out that hot water or that, that pressure. Um, that way we don't blow up the pipelines or the solar hot water heating panels or any of that stuff. So um, today it actually hit that point twice. Um, as of right now, 2 o'clock, it's actually overcast um, now, but this morning for probably about 4 or 5 hours, um, it was just really sunny and hot. And we were pumping continuously um, 200 degree water. <laughs> um, so it's working extremely well. I went from the ball gas digester was at about 69 degrees and we're at 81 degrees. Now, if we would have had a full on nice day all the way through, we would have been able to bring that biogas digester up to 90 degrees. No problem. So, yes, the radiant floor heating system that I installed underneath the biogas digester is working awesome, guys. Really, really well. So um, now here's the adverse effect. The way I filled that pipeline water up with it, I have a T that's connected to a water hose and has an on and off valve. So that's how I um, charged the line. That's how I was able to put all the water into the line to begin with. Well, since I didn't have a dedicated autofill line connected, 
um, it purged out the water and then it stopped circulating the water because, well, there was only so much water left in the lines. And so it can't pump and move water if there's not enough water in the lines. So I'm proud to announce as of today, I went ahead and ran a dedicated um, water line that's t um, tied into the circulation line. Um, it has a check valve. And so basically, um, this is kind of set up the same way as my regular solar hot water heating system for my home, where if for whatever reason, um, the pressure relief valve is um, engaged and it, it purges off that extra pressure and water, um, it can autofill with, you know, cold water. Um, and so every time it purges off, it'll go ahead and um, replace that water that's being purged off with cooler water um, to make up the difference of what's being purged out. Um, and then that way you don't have to worry about the solar hot water heating panels um, running dry with no water in it. And then I also don't have to worry about my water pump ever running dry and burning up because obviously I'll always have water in the system. So after I seen it purge um, two or three times today, um, I went ahead and um, started in installing the, the drip line, not drip line, the, um, the autofill line with the check valve. The check valve allows me to push water one way and not the other way. Um, so that way I have a makeup line water, which is the, you know, regular domestic water that I have here. It goes through the check valve into the grid and it won't come back because there's a check valve. And so at any time that pressure relief valve relieves pressure, um, it'll go ahead and allow water past that check valve to go into the grid, but it, it'll never allow water to go backwards. Um, so now I have a dedicated line. So now I never, ever have to worry about it purging off again because it'll automatically fill just like my um, hot water for my home. That's the same way it's set up. So yeah, good news on that. Um, actually, when I go out there and touch the biogas digester, it is actually warm because it's 80 something degrees right now, about 81 degrees. And so it's nice and warm. So that's good. That's really, really good. I'm really, really happy that it's working so well. Um, now for the exciting part. The real exciting part, um, I have gas production, um, very trace amounts, but I do have gas production. So I have the gas line run running from the ball gas digester, um, in a hard pipe to protect that gas line, um, to underneath my house. And from there, I just, it has a on and off valve and I'm, that's where I need to plumb in the gas line to my house. Well, that's where I'm actually checking to see if the gas is flammable yet. And I can actually hear the biogas digester bubbling slowly, like real slow, because it just got started. Um, so I'm really happy because I have a gas detector that will detect any flammable gas, meaning propane, natural gas, um, MAP gas, um, pretty much anything of that sort. Um, it will um, alert me and I can turn up or turn down the sensitivity on the device. Um, and so I went ahead and put it onto that open line that I have a ball valve on. And I opened up the ball valve and I waited for some of that just regular air in that pipe to finally clear out. And my gas detector started going off like and that's a good indicator. If it's only going like beep, beep, you know, every so often, it's got barely any trace. It's got some trace amounts in there, but not a whole lot. But when it starts to go beep, 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 that means that we're now producing flammable gas. So that's awesome. So yes, as of today, we are starting to produce the first round of flammable gas. Um, I do need to look at the calendar to find out how long it took because I think we're almost at the two-week mark. Not quite, but almost the two-week mark from the time we first started up the system to where we're at now. 
And so just to kind of give you guys an idea of how long it took me to produce and activate the system with a 1,136-gallon um, biogas digester, um, it took me um, about almost two weeks. Not quite two weeks, but almost two weeks. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. So, yes, I'm super happy. So now what we're going to do is I'm going to allow it to continue doing its thing because it just got activated. Um, and it's you know starting to produce its first round of gas. So what I want to do is I'm going to let it run for a little while until it gets to the point where there's enough gas where I can actually use a lighter to light that gas from that ball valve that I can open up. Once that gas is, if once there's enough gas and um, there's enough flammable gas in there and I see a, you know, I go ahead and light it with my lighter and it stays lit. Um, then from there, I'll turn that valve off and we're off to the races. Now I can start feeding it food waste. Um, and then I need to really start um, getting ready to, you know, um, start running my gas lines in my home. Um, so, yeah, I am super, super ecstatic because, you know, all this time and money and work and effort is starting to pay off now. It's, it's getting there now, you know. When I first started, when my gas detector was going off, I was like, yes, finally. <laughs> so, like I said, guys, the key to um, a bog gas digester is making sure that you have a if you're building one, make sure you build it correctly. And if you're buying one, that's okay too. But also um, make sure that you put the correct amount of manure in there. And you also put, um, you try to keep it as warm as possible to help speed up that process of starting the biogas digester. And I'll give you an example. This is actually impressive for a 1,136 gallon biogas digester. And I'll explain why. Because early, in my earlier days on my YouTube channel, I actually experimented with biogas many times with different size biogas digesters and stuff like that. And the first time that I tried to make biogas, it literally took, oh my good, like five or six weeks for it to start producing its first round of gas. And then that's when I started educating myself even more and more and more. And I realized my problem was I did put enough uh, manure in there, no problem. The problem was, was that I wasn't, I didn't have any way of heating it and keeping the temperature warm. And also where I put the biogas digester was in a very bad location. It wasn't in the sun. And so it was taking really, really long. I was actually surprised I even got any biogas out of that smaller system I built a long, long time ago. In fact, it was my test rig that I, that I first ever started um, out of some recycled materials and stuff. Um, and then once I realized that I need to have um, to keep it warm and keep it you know as warm as possible, that's when I built the IBC tank design. Uh, and then from there, I put a heating element in there. And literally within three days, because it's only 275 gallons of water in that IBC tank, within three days, I had flammable gas. That's how fast, because obviously the volume of water in there is only 275 gallons. So I was able to heat that a lot faster uh, and that's why I was able to produce gas a lot faster, right? And so now for me to have a biogas digester that's 1,136 gallons, that's big. That's huge. Um, and, and for me to be able to start producing um, the trace amounts of, you know, usable gas coming up here within two weeks, that's awesome. Because we have not hit the two-week mark yet. We're almost there, but not quite. So now, like I said, um, it's just a matter of letting it do its thing. We're gonna, I'm gonna let it go for a couple more days until I can finally light the gas coming out of it with a lighter. Once that happens, believe me, I'm gonna make a podcast because I'm gonna be celebrating. 
because then from that day forward, all, all I have to do is put food waste in there. And I literally now have, what, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. I think I have like 35 or 40 gallons of food waste waiting to be used, waiting to go into the biogas digester. I went ahead and purchased all brand new black buckets with the airtight lids that I bought separately. And I bought a bunch of them, a bunch of them. And that way I could start filling them up, which I have been. Uh, and I also have another family um, that's throwing their food waste in so they don't have to have stink trash anymore. And they don't have to worry about their, their bags ripping open. So all they do is unscrew the lid, dump all their food waste in, screw the lid back down, and that's it. You don't smell anything. Um, so, yeah, I have a surplus of food waste ready to go. In fact, I had somebody else um, reach out to me and say they had a ton of food waste that they want to get rid of. They said they haven't pulled it out of their deep freezes yet because they, they're scared of it get going rotten and starting to stink. And so they asked me if I wanted it all. And I said, yeah, I'll take it all. <laughs> I'll take as much as you got. <laughs> I'll take hundreds of pounds if you got it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <clears throat> so, yes, guys, things are looking good. So um, once I start making the first round of flammable gas where I can actually light it, um, and get all that squared away and hopefully have my gas lines installed in my house I should finally start getting to the point where I can you know put all that information together with the other videos that I made for the biogas project here and actually edit it all and you know finally release it so everyone can see the system in its whole you know see it from the very beginning to it actually producing its first round of gas all in one video and then obviously we'll all have videos of, um, you know, feeding it from time to time. I'll have videos on us cooking on it um, and heating our home and creating hot water and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Now, keep in mind, guys, you guys can actually run generator engines on biogas. Um, just think about biogas as natural gas, right? They have natural gas generators. Same, same deal. Same exact deal. So basically anything that you could use natural gas or gasoline for you can use biogas for so super super excited guys Woo, woo! <laughs> a lot of work has gone into this i could have just set it up without putting anything else you know without any heating source and sure it would produce biogas eventually it would take you know oh my god for that volume and where our location is at it would probably take almost a month to two months at least at least you know, and then the gas production would be a little bit slower just because the environment I, where we're at right now, you know, it's, we're up in the mountains, it's colder, you know, that kind of stuff. So for me to have a heating source, multiple heating sources now, that's a game changer because now we can start converting food waste into um, biogas a lot more efficient and a lot faster. So that means we're always going to have more gas on hand whenever we need it. So Super excited, guys. Woo! So stay tuned, guys, for the next couple of podcasts because <laughs> I'm hoping in the next, um, let's see. I don't know. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I do need it to start collecting in volume. So obviously, we do have flammable gas, but we need to make sure there's enough volume that we can actually start using it. So right now, that's what we're going to be doing. I'm just going to let it wait. I'm going to wait it out, let it build up volume of gas. And then we can actually start, um, you know, the process of using it. So I'm super, super, I can't wait for that project. I mean, for it to actually start working. So, yeah. 
And now that I have the autofill line tied into that radiant floor heating system for the biogas digester, oh, we are working with a very efficient system now, <laughs> finally. So tomorrow's going to be another day. It looks like it's going to be cloudy for the rest of the day. It's currently um, 2.30 in the afternoon. Um, so tomorrow, if the sun comes back out, we're going to heat this biogas digester more up. You know, I can't wait for a day that we just have clear skies all day and it's just sunny. Because um, we do have those days. We have them a lot. It's just we have some really bad weather um, happening on the islands right now. Um, we got, it's not like a storm, but just really bad weather. Um, not only for this island, but multiple islands. It's like this right now. So once this bad weather finally passes us all by, um, you know, this biogas digester is really going to start kicking off. Because that heating system I have in place now is going to work extremely well. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll keep you guys up to date. You know, keep your head up. Even when you have struggles in your life, even if you have problems doing your projects or whatever it may be, just stick it out. Think outside the box. Find another solution to accomplish the same thing that you're trying to get done. And you'd be surprised. You know, you guys can see how happy I am because I went through some issues and problems and I worked them out and it's actually starting to work now, right? So I'm really, really happy. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. See you guys on the next one.